In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Amen. What's been on my heart this week, um, just with these readings, is the, the understanding of what spiritual desolation is and spiritual dryness and how important it is for us to understand what this means and what it entails. So the saints talk a lot about different things of the spiritual life and the two terms that we have to understand for us is consolation and desolation. So consolation is in our life with God, in our relationship with God, in our prayer. When we are consoled in our prayer, that means we're feeling God. We're, we're hearing Him. We're seeing Him. Uh, we know that He's close to us. We come to prayer and we love praying and, and we love coming to church and, and we're sitting in Mass and we're receiving so much when we're sitting with the Lord. Desolation is the opposite. Desolation is... I come to Mass, I come to prayer, and I don't see God, I don't feel Him, I'm not understanding what He's trying to say, I don't really feel Him with me, and sometimes I feel abandoned by Him. Sometimes I feel like He's not even there, like He's left me completely. And I've been praying a lot about just what desolation is this week, and I think it's important for us because many of us are in desolation without even knowing it. Many of us are in this part of our spiritual life where we're not really seeing God or, or feeling Him or coming to know Him deeper, and it can be so easy in that moment to just abandon Him completely, to abandon our faith, uh, to go away from Him. But we need to remember the words of Jesus today in this gospel. He says, You will have sorrow now, but your sorrow will turn into joy. St. Ignatius is very clear. He says, when you are in desolation, so when you have times in your life, in our lives, where we're not feeling God, or we feel like God has left us, we have to remind ourselves that better times are going to come. We have to remind ourselves that consolation will come, that God will console us, and that God is with us. But I think we need to understand why desolation happens. Why does sorrow happen? Why do we have to go through difficult times? Why do I have to come to Mass and not feel anything? Why do I have to come to prayer and not hear anything and feel like I'm not receiving anything? St. Ignatius gives a couple of reasons, but the two that really stick out to me. One, one of the reasons why God allows us to go through these moments in life where we feel like He's not there is one, God is testing us. He's testing us. There's a difference between God tempting. God never tempts us, but He does test us. God tests us because He wants to see, do you love me or do you only love the things I give you? Do you love me or do you only love the things I give you? It's like, imagine giving kids gifts and candy, right? And, and these kids love you and they come up to you and every time they hug you and kiss you, but what would happen if you stopped giving them gifts? What would happen if you stopped giving them that candy? Would they still come up to you? Would they still hug you? Would they still love you? Hopefully they would, but I think some of our nieces and nephews wouldn't, right? And I think it's important to think that way. Sometimes we can treat God like that. Sometimes when we feel like He's not showering us with gifts and graces and He's not allowing things to go peacefully in our lives... That is a test from God. He wants to see, do you love me or do you just love my gifts? Do you love me or do you just love the sweetness and the candy? 
The other reason why God allows this, and this is probably the most powerful one, is when things are going great, and when things are peaceful in our lives, and things are beautiful, it's very easy to get comfortable in our faith and to stop relying on God. It's very easy to stop relying on God. And God allows us to go through sorrow, to go through darkness, to go through these moments of difficulty so that we can learn to rely on Him again. There's a beautiful image of a shepherd and a sheep. And I heard this analogy. And the shepherd, when he has a sheep that's very rambunctious, when he has a sheep that keeps going astray, when he sees this sheep that isn't really staying with the the rest of the sheep, the sheep isn't being obedient to the shepherd, the shepherd takes the sheep and he breaks its leg. He breaks the leg of the sheep. And then he takes that sheep and he places it on his shoulders and he carries that sheep until the leg heals. And when that leg heals, he finally places the sheep back on the ground and that sheep never leaves him again. Because he became so attached to its shepherd in that moment of being broken, he became so attached to that shepherd that when he was finally healed, he never left the shepherd. I just think that's such a beautiful image. Now I want to be clear, God doesn't break us, right? God doesn't make us broken for that reason. But he allows brokenness and God allows difficulty so that he can carry us. So that he can carry us. If you have children, you know that feeling of when they stub their toe or their head or they fall. What do you do? You pick them up right away. You hug them. You kiss them a million times. And you make sure that everything is going to be okay. That's what a father or mother does when their child is hurt. Imagine how much God does when we're hurt. Imagine how much he gives when we're suffering, when we're in sorrow. He takes us, he places us on his shoulder, and he carries us until we're healed. So that when we're healed, we can learn to never rely on ourselves, to never leave him again. And so let's remember these important things because it's very important in our spiritual life, in our relationship with God, to remember the important point that when we are broken, when we are down, when we are suffering, when we're in sorrow, Jesus says your sorrow will turn into joy. And we have to have faith in that. And the other important point comes from the book of Isaiah today. God says to Isaiah the prophet, he says, I have graven you on the palm of my hands. I will never forget you. Imagine having a tattoo. You know, we get tattoos because they're a a memory of something. Especially a name. You know, sometimes people will get names tattooed on their hands or, or on their body to remember them, to remind them of this person. And so... What God is saying is, I have your name tattooed to the palm of my hand so that every time I look at my hand, your name is there. I see you, I know you, and I will never forget you. As I was praying this week for for our beautiful parish, that's what I felt the Lord wanted us to know. I'm with you. I'm with you. The Lord wants us to know that. Because so many of us, in our sorrow, in our brokenness, forget that very simple truth that I am with you. 
And so in this Mass, let's really give that to the Lord. Let's allow Him to just be with us in our brokenness. Let's allow Him to hold us in our sorrow, in our struggles, in our difficulty, whatever that might be, because He's with us and He will never forget us. Amen.